0: Welcome back to this week's special edition of Men of the Machine. I am Kevin. I'm Pat. And this week's episode, we are going to be talking about two shows that I am starting my way into. One being Firefly, two being Doctor Who. And to a greater extent, we are going to be talking about, we're going to do a little free, the reason why I didn't tell you about this in advance, a little freestyle off-the-cuff Shows that absolutely must be watched before you die. You'll go, then we'll talk, I'll go, we'll talk, you'll go, we'll talk, yada, yada. Because I'm sure there's some shows I'll say that you'll be like, you don't need to see that, and vice versa. Um, But what starts all this... I have
1: lived a very long time without seeing The Office of more than two episodes, so... Uh, The
0: Office, (laughs) actually, uh, we'll talk about that one. Um, Because sitcoms as a whole Are kind of stuff that can stay off of a list Um, I mean obviously I enjoy them Greater than most and I'll explain that As well because me and Ben talked about that today So the whole reason we got here Or or why I decided On that topic after we talked Firefly and Doctor Who Is because of your exact response To me telling you Hey we could talk about uh, Doctor Who And Firefly because I've started them And word for word hold on this is in four messages You'll know when I'm transitioning from message To message How the hell have you not already finished Firefly if you started it? Unless the answer is that you started it last night. Otherwise, what the fuck? And (laughs) that led me down a road of, clearly Patrick thinks Firefly is one of the upper echelon TV shows. I must finish it. Uh, What else would he call a must-see besides a few that I know you're going to bring up? So, let me just tell you what I've seen, and we'll talk about it. I have not seen all. So I have seen the first two episodes of Firefly. And when I say that, I don't mean uh, in the order of airing. I mean off the DVD when they put it in proper order. Yeah. So yeah, the, yeah. First well, epi- the first double episodes. Well, yeah, but one in... So it's ep- the pilot and then when
1: they actually aired first. First, the yes. First two
0: episodes. So I watched the pilot, which is a two-parter. Well, it's not a two-parter, but it's a two-parter. And uh, then I watched uh, episode number two. And with Doctor Who, all I've seen so far, besides a few little like here and there, because Chelsea watches it, is Blink. So Okay,
1: I mean, that I get. Because also that one, I will say for Doctor Who, because that's the thing, is like my brother, um, I don't understand exactly what the hell happened, because he used to make fun of me for liking Doctor Who. Um, but like one day, I don't, I think it was just because he had some sort of interest in the Weeping Angels, he had something they gained. Um... So he had texted me, and he was like, "What episodes of *The Weeping Angels*?" And I texted him back which ones they were, and like, uh, and I was like, "Honestly, uh, if you start with *Blink*, you don't need to know anything else about the show ever, because it's really like it's an episode about like literally the Doctor and his companion." are in, like, two minutes of the episode. Like, they're at the very, very end. Well, yeah, I, was, I mean, like, they're, was, they're,
0: they're, he's in I mean, it, but he's not in it. I, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, there's, right.
1: like, there's, like, there's that, and then there's, like, the little bit where he basically is warning her from across the DVDs. Yes. But, like, it's very small. Because, basically, it was the whole thing of, like, there's a thing they always, they, they still do with Doctor Who, where it's, like, they basically have these kind of smallish episodes so they can, they can kind of, like, throw money at the family. Um... And Blink is one of those, but Blink is one of those that like took off like fucking gangbusters mm-hmm. because everybody was so fucking enamored with the Weaving Angels and how fucking scary they were. Um, so, yeah, so like that's the whole thing is like, and then he watched that. And then um, I was like, if you want, because I was like, basically what Moffat did was he did Alien and Aliens because basically like you have the first Weeping Angel episode. Um, which is basically alien like the, the straight horror episode. Then you have the, the return of the weeping angels with Matt Smith, which is basically an action episode, like with like the weeping angels, like where they're still scary, but it's more of an action episode. And then like, he got hooked from there. I'm not sure how far he's made it. Cause um, after that, he was like, I'm just gonna start watching this shit in the beginning. Um, so, uh, he, um, ended up, I know he started nine. Um, the, the, the Eccleston stuff. I'm not sure how far he got. If he got the tenant yet. Um, or any other Matt Smith but um definitely not Peter Poldy yet um but yeah like Blink is kind of the perfect episode that like even I mean even though it's 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 not perfect in the sense that like definitely give you a sense of what Doctor Who is because it's so fucking weird and scary and not really like Doctor Who-ish necessarily like they have episodes like that but most of them are like kind of Fun adventurous sci-fi, and then it's like here's this really horrifying episode. (laughs) Enjoy.
0: So what happened was at work, I made the profound statement that Doctor Who is trash, and uh, about four people all looked at me with just this look of like, excuse me. So (laughs) what led to a half-hour discussion of why I should like it, and uh, and me telling them why I don't care was. It culminated in, I asked all of them, make me a list of your favorite Doctor Who episodes, and I'll give them a try. I mean, that's kind of my thing, is like, you tell me something's cool, I'll give it a shot. So, they all made me lists, and they all...
1: Wait, I just want to point out real quick, that you have watched one episode of a television show, you've declared the entire thing to be trash. No, no, no,
0: I was calling it trash before I saw (laughs) it. I was calling it trash based on what I know of Doctor Who, not what I'd seen of Doctor Who. So you so, had
1: nothing. You had no. No, I've seen. I've seen.
0: <laughs> I've seen a lot of little random. Like I said, Chelsea constantly tells me everything that's happened. And while I was there, she had some. I don't know what story it was in. All I know is it was David Tennant, uh, and I made it through about fifteen minutes before I was like, I. I don't know how you can watch this. So, we're sitting there, we're chatting, and they all make the list. Needless to say, almost all of their lists were exactly the same, which means Doctor Who is incredibly. Uh, it un, it doesn't. It's I'm not really polar. This... It's not polarizing at all. You know exactly what the good stuff is, and you know what the bad stuff is. There's not really much debate for what good Doctor Who is and what bad. I mean, you can debate your favorite well, well, doctor. Well. You can debate your favorite doctor and your favorite companion, yada yada. But when it comes to good episodes, everyone agrees on almost the same ones.
1: Okay, but if you want to make that fucking argument, like you can. I'm not it saying it, that's like, bad. Irritable like the frank miller shit just like everyone's saying the frank miller and the bendis shit because it is like that doesn't mean yeah i'm not
0: saying that's bad because you have people you know i've had moments or even like between you and kevin well you're you'll talk about your favorite spider-man story completely different than kevin's favorite spider-man story maybe not the best but your favorite whereas with doctor who the best is everyone's favorite and vice versa there's no variation so that's not a slant on Doctor Who, that's just a very like straightforward way of saying, if I want to try to like Doctor Who, I'm going to start with the best, and that'll at least give me like a, oh, this is how it goes. So, all of them said exactly what you just said. Blink is a standalone, you get a taste of the Doctor without actually knowing anything about the Doctor, see if you like the way this is laid out. I said, fine, I'll, I'll bite. Couldn't find anywhere to freaking watch it online on my phone like reliably, so I bought it ninety nine, whatever. That's an episode worth having on my phone, sure. Um, my impressions. A, Weeping Angels are amazing. That, just the, the, the character, well, not character, but yeah, character. Um, uh, what they do, how they explain it, the way they trap them, yada yada. All amazing. Phenomenal. 98% of that episode, so good so... I was sold. I actually... So what happened was I watched it while I was on the treadmill at the gym. I was like, you know what? I don't have time to watch this uh, without skipping the gym, and I ain't gonna skip the gym. Because, wait, what's the rock say? What's the rock say about the gym or whatever? You... Clanging and banging? Clanging and banging! That's all I know, but this time I was just walking, so my dick was doing the clanging and banging. But like tinging and, and binging, but that's not... I'm not on trial. I'm not on trial here, okay? Okay, sir? Um, And... I'm walking and like I'm really into it. it it's super suspenseful. It, it's relatively scary as far as like a TV show goes. I was like, oh, 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 god. Um, they explain everything in time. You know, it's got great setup. Immediately lost me at the scene where they're inside the TARDIS and it's shaking back and forth. I was like, oh, this is the type of I'm gonna put air quotes on this action that Doctor Who does. It, you could, it could. So my problems. Here's my problems. Like I said, everything. Well, as was I said great.
1: it's one of the it's one of the episodes where it's like it's the cheaper episodes. Yes. So like you can't really fault that because that's and, like, that's like they, it's they, were, o- basically, it's, they they were saving money for the finale.
0: It's my only sample size, so I will grow because I'm not done trying Doctor Who. That's for sure. I am gonna the next ones I'm watching are um it's it's in during Eccleston's time. Uh, it's called like something about my mummy or something. It's like a, it's a two parter.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's not the name of the episode, but okay, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: something, something.
1: <laughs> uh, There's so, an episode with a mummy with Capaldi. and I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, the a- okay, have you seen my mummy? Okay, yeah, 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 yes. Okay. Have you seen my mummy? So um, the, the first, yeah, the 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 first, uh, the first Captain Jack episodes too.
0: Okay, I don't know who that is, but I'm excited. Uh, oh, and, dude,
1: Captain Jack is fucking awesome.
0: So they do a really good job of like lights come off and they get closer and lights shut off and then the weeping angels. Get- so here's the deal with the weeping angels. I'm sorry, we sh- I'm sure anyone listening knows, but they are a cosmic being and a force that can only exist when it's not seen by any living thing at all, including themselves. That's why they cover their eyes. They're these like statue angels with their eyes covered. Um, so when the lights are out and nothing can see them, they can move. So it's doing this great thing of like, Lights go out and they get a little closer. You know, strobe effect. You ever been at a rave? Me, I haven't. But I have been somewhere with a strobe light, and I know what it's like when you're you're moving, and you know it's really interesting. I have seen phil so. <laughs> I've been to the move. Blade. Blade is the perfect example of what I'm talking about. So that scene. Um. So they did that really well. But the minute they get inside the TARDIS and it does the shaking bullshit, th- drop that scene entirely. You can do that a thousand times better. The episode I will love. But it shows it, tilt to the side, light comes on, and obviously the angels stop because they see each other, so they stop. Uh, and then lights turn off, so it goes the other side, lights back on, same thing, back and forth. Now that's alright, that was a little corny because there was no fluidity to the shots at all. It I know it was supposed to be stop and go, but it literally felt like images were posted, not scenes. Um, and then when they're in the TARDIS, instead of it going left to right and them falling around... It's like a it's like an earthquake where the floor is shaking, not the walls of the TARDIS. Not not the TARDIS itself. It's like the ground is, oh, we're losing our footing and No, you should have been going side to side, getting tossed around. So I know it's nitpicking, I know, but it pulled me out in the moment. Like without having retrospective chance to look this over. At the time, while running, I was, like, jogging. I think I was on, like, a six on the treadmill. And then that scene starts happening. I'm like, oh, this is good. This is good. And then the fucking, like, the earthquake part happens. And I'm just like, what? And I almost fell. I stopped paying attention to my feet. And I started questioning the goddamn show. So once I get into Doctor Who and that sort of corniness as is very campy. The whole show is campy. Um, once I become accustomed to that, maybe I'll It's not like campy
1: it. per se. It's just like it's basically aimed at children. Like it was like that's why they even said like um, Russell Davies when he created Torchwood um, was basically calling it like Doctor Who for ups. Like because like it was always basically it's not necessarily for kids, but it's like it's basically it's all ages. Basically, it's like
0: family. It's family entertainment. It's TV, like, it's, it's family TV. It's it's you're all sitting around. Just put it on there doesn't matter who's sitting on the couch yeah
1: so it's like yeah so it's like that thing is like it's not necessarily like yeah i mean it's but yeah it's like it's it's not gonna be purely like whatever because it's just like it's it's i mean it's the same thing as watching like disney shit like it's the same concept like and
0: that's what makes it so hard for me to rage out over it because like we i we went to con i've seen what who fans are capable of i'm like so it's not like watching disney because i don't see freaking people dressed up like troy bolton from high school musical bawling out to some big ass panels no you instead this time you see like you said every age with with, if i said what i said at that table at lunch (laughs) i'd have got stabbed repeatedly
1: and, and I would have been one of the they <laughs> they
0: ball out so hard for this and I'm just not there yet. I am going to continue to push really hard and try, but for now, I'm skeptical. I, I'm 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 sitting with a weary eye just going, All right, all right, what do you got? What do you got? So the next step, like I said, was Eccleston and I'm excited about that.
1: Um Honestly, I would say watch the cause really the best introduction really is the first Eccleston episode. Well no, no, that's what that he was... said,
0: the pilot. I have to watch the pilot yeah. for the new generation.
1: Cause that was the whole thing is like, um, it's cause I had seen it like when I was a kid, cause when I was a kid, um, on PBS, I had seen like the fourth Doctor, the Tom Baker stuff and I always liked it, but never like, it was never like something I was like obsessed with, like did turtles or something, but I always liked it. So like they tried in like the like early nineties to like bring it back. And there was like a TV movie with the eighth doctor, which was his only appearance until recently. Um, and I had my dad tape it for me when it aired, and I watched it, and I liked it a lot, but like it was whatever. And then um, when they were rebooting it, I was just like, I was like, oh, I remember Doctor Who, Doctor Who was cool. And then like, I really liked Chris Eccleston because I just like gone through a big Danny Boyle phase. Um, basically when, like, when you're a movie geek, basically it's like you basically discover a director and then just kind of like watch all of their shit in a really mm-hmm. short span of time. I was in the Danny Boyle time. And, like, uh, it was – I, I watched, like, 28 Days Later, Shadow Gray, blah, 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 blah. All this stuff that I had Christian was in it. And I was like, I fucking love that guy. And then it was just like, okay, cool. And I watched the first episode. I'm like, that was awesome. But I didn't any, I didn't watch anything else for, like, quite a while. Because it, it was the same thing as Firefly. Firefly, I think I'm one of the few people who actually saw it when it actually originally aired. But I was, like, pretty – like, I was young enough that, like, I – Dude, like it's only like I had like responsibilities per se, because I was just like in mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. But I was old enough that I had like social shit to do. So like it was the same situation with Doctor Who that I had with Firefly, I was like I watched the first episode, I'm like, that was cool, and then never watched it again. Yeah. um until like years later, because like uh, one of my ex-girlfriends was like basically like pestering me to watch Doctor Who, and I was like, All right. And like I burned through it, like because um basically I was watching it, I was binging it anyway, and then I found out that the uh the 50th anniversary special was coming up. So I was like, I have this date, and I have this many episodes to watch. That's possible. And I did. And it was, like, it was hardcore, but I did it. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, that's why I, I still, to this day, I have a serious fucking problem trying to watch it, like, weekly. Because it's, like, the way that, like, I... I'm accustomed to watching these in, like, huge chunks, mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't understand this weekly bullshit. Like, this is this is not this is not the way <laughs> I need to watch this show. Like, this is not the way this works.
0: That's not the way you should watch oh, any man. show. That's why Netflix shows are so incredibly awesome.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I know, and honestly, that's not always the case. Like, there's certain shows, like, it's like a whole serialized media thing. Like, in many cases, I do like the whole thing of, like kind of weekly, monthly, whatever. Like, I like that because, like, you're just getting, like... It it helps you, like, kind of build a between episodes and kind of, like, make your own whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, in in the case of Doctor Who, it's not the way I've ever really watched it. So it's, like, it's the only way I can watch it is, like, in binge form. Um, But, yeah, I would definitely say to start with the, uh, like, the first episode of the reboot because it gives you everything you need to know. Like, I knew stuff, but, like, it still gives you everything you need to know about the Doctor in that episode. Yeah. And, like... So, yeah, I definitely say, what, like, I mean, like, that's even better place, I would say, than Blink to start. But if you did start with Blink, like, that, Blink's not a terrible place to start. But, yeah, like, a lot of people shit on Eccleston's Doctor. I really like Eccleston's Doctor. I don't think he's as good as, like, Tennant or Smith, but, like, I like him better than Capaldi. Um, well, I mean,
0: isn't that the whole point of Doctor Who is that every Doctor is different? If they were all the same, it really wouldn't make—it it, it wouldn't work. Like, that would just be pointless in recasting.
1: What's the thing? Like, people constantly—the argument is always, like, uh— smith or Tennant, and i'm like they are the two probably the two best doctors at least of the modern age but i was just like i feel like when you do that you kind of you you slight the other doctors and that always yeah. kind of annoys me <laughs> yeah yeah and um, it, t- it, t- it
0: takes away from the appeal of what if you if you don't look at the literal real life application of who acted and performed and yada yada better it takes away from the story of what doctor who really is with this variations of stories and personalities and companions and yada yada bullshit like that's what i that is the only thing that draws me into doctor who is how much it can change but stay the same um that's awesome everything else we'll see i'll try it i'll try try anything twice you know that um yes oh yeah you do (laughs) i like the way you said that uh with that being said though very different uh reaction and uh, beginning thought going into Firefly. And the whole reason I started that show was because my friend Jake is obsessed with Joss Whedon in every way, shape, and form, as most people who have ever seen anything about Joss Whedon So be. me, who has everything Joss Whedon um, ever done and talks about Joss Whedon endlessly, that
1: does nothing for you. It's like nobody no, no, no. else likes Joss Whedon. <laughs> so
0: here's the reason why. You love Joss Whedon. You love Christopher Nolan. You love everything media, so I trust that you like good things across the board, Jake pretty much only likes Joss Whedon. It's like me with sitcoms and how I only like The Office. So I'm like, fine, if you love this, I'll give it a shot. Like, if it's the only thing that pleases you, I'll give it a shot. Whereas, anything pleases you, Patrick, I know all the stuff that pleases not, not. not. That's not that's anything. <laughs> but if I was like, hey, Patrick, name a hundred movies that you think are good, it would take Jake the same amount of time to think of ten. You see what I'm saying? So, like, that's what I'm getting at. But he loves Joss Whedon. His uh, favorite show of all time is either Firefly or Buffy, which you can relate Buffy to. Buffy is my favorite, yeah. Um, you know, he, he actually likes The Avengers. He likes all this other stuff. He talks about all these shows. He likes Dollhouse, yada, yada. So I was like, fine, fine. All right, God damn it, I'll watch Firefly. And it's not on Netflix or Hulu anymore, which is a major boner jam. Um, but he owns the, like, special, it looks like a book edition, um... I don't know. It just came out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a special new thing. Uh, So we watched the first episode while I was there for the Halloween party before that. And uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it really... I I thought it was... There was a few parts where I laughed really hard, and I can't remember what they were. And I was just like, oh, that's good writing. And um, because I'm getting better at acknowledging that kind of stuff. Like, I no longer watch stuff for the the oohs and ahs, the spectacle of making film and cinema. I, I, I watch it for reasons now, because I like to talk about it with so, you. I was
1: saying, so so basically, depending on your point of view, either Kevin and I have ruined you or, like, he, improved you. Yeah, <laughs> it could go
0: either way. And I, I like to think I can turn it on and off. Like, so, for example, um, when I'm watching Lucifer, which you still owe me, uh, we have it on record, sir. I don't remember what episode, but I'll listen to our entire fucking list and I'll find it. You owe me. Um, and when I'm watching that, I'm I'm almost to the point of like wanting to point out why I shouldn't like it in some ways. And then I'm like, but me, this is something me and Franny enjoy together, so fuck it. I'm just going to enjoy the fact that the devil is walking around L.A. Cool. So I can turn it on and off right now. Eventually, I'm sure that'll change and I'll be a cynical asshole like you two. But I'm working on it. I'm not nearly as much of a cynical asshole as Kevin. I, like... won't, de- I, hey, I won't deny that, but for the sake of fairness, I'm going to call you even. Um. So what happens? uh So we're watching the first episode. Jake's like, you know, it's one of those things you show someone and they're staring at you, not the screen. Like, you you liking it? Like, are you enjoying this right now? I'm like, yeah. God damn it, just jerk it. Don't stare at me while you're blowing me. So, um, so what's going? Sorry, is that not is that a bad analogy? I I feel, I feel like it's a good one. Um. So we're watching it, it's great, and then like a week later, two weeks later, we decided to watch episode two. Um, I can't remember how it came up, but since I don't own it and he doesn't want to give that thing up, I'm like, all right, I'll watch it with you. I think he kind of wants to gauge my reaction. So we watched episode two when we had time and, you know, just expanded what I felt about it. It's an awesome Western that doesn't feel like a Western to someone who hates Westerns, but does to people who like it, I'm sure it's super sci-fi without being like bashing you on the head like you know it's it takes place on real land like the entire ship is one set piece like it's the only it, it was made in 2002 so the cgi is what you would expect so they use it properly i felt not
1: only is it 2002 it's also tv in 2002, yeah 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 so <laughs> it's like... tv
0: cgi so it's used well i thought it was done properly um the I mean, you can't say anything bad about Nathan Fillion. Like, honestly, there's nothing bad to be said about the man. But it is incredibly jarring to look away and hear that voice because I cannot not think of either Cade Six or the agent in Rick and Morty. Like, no matter what, if I look away, I'm just like, oh, goddammit, I gotta watch him. If I'm not watching him, I get taken out of the show. So, um, watch that. And
1: Which is funny because I was watching Rick and Morty. I'm just like, I'm staring at him. I'm just like,
0: I know that voice. <laughs> <laughs> they were just
1: like, oh my god, it's Nathan fucking Philly. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's he's the, he's the king. Um, so I love, you know, the acting's in it's all all amazing. I really like uh, Kaylee. Is that her name? She's my favorite. She's my favorite so far. Uh, and it he gave me, so I'm, I'm like, I'm saying silly things while I'm watching it. I'm like, huh, that priest is, Awfully interested in what's going on. And he's like, "Yeah, seems a little fishy, doesn't he?" I was like, "Don't you fucking spoil this!" Like, I like spoilers, <laughs> but right now is not the time, so don't spoil it.
1: In fairness, in fairness, you can't really. It's it's something that you have to read in order to even get because basically, like, um, he didn't actually tell uh books backstory until Who's uh book? the book comics because he did some firefly, yeah, shepherd okay. book. I'm bad with books. Um, shepherd
0: would have okay.
1: Because that was because I remember on the commentary for Serenity uh he's saying basically um wrong glass like talking about like what the background for Trevor book he's like it's like well your birthday is coming up and i got you a backstory like <laughs> so it's like he wrote it, he wrote that book where it's, but I saying, like they never actually give it away in the show or the movie like it's you have an idea of what it is but you yeah. don't know exactly what
0: it is well so my question to you before we start talking more about those two episodes cuz you'll probably you probably remember more about them than i do and without having even seen them recently uh, does Serenity wrap it up in a way that's satisfying and gives you closure?
1: Yes. Okay. Well, the funny is like the thing I was saying before, where it's like I watched the first episode when it first aired, which I guess was the second episode, but it was like on Fox, and I was like, oh, that was cool. And I never watched it again, and then um, Serenity came out, and I'm like, oh, I remember that show. Like I should see that movie, and then like um, it's the only movie because I was working in a video store, right? I might have been working across the video store at the time, but like I got the movie, I got home, I watched it. And it is the only a time to date where, like, as the credits are rolling, I'm opening up my laptop, getting on Amazon and ordering the movie and the fucking series. And I'm like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was literally, that, like, the I, don't know, that I, good? I don't know what to do. Yeah, and what, was it a
0: real, like, theatrical release movie?
1: Yeah. it, oh, it Just okay. nobody saw it, so it didn't last very long, but yeah.
0: Well, I didn't I didn't know if it was or, like, a straight-to-DVD or, like, a TV made for a TV that Fox was like, fine, we'll give you something. Oh, no.
1: Oh, yeah, no, no, it was it's a legit movie. I mean, I'm sure okay. the budget wasn't super high, but
0: like it's well, yeah. it's
1: definitely higher than the show was. So, okay.
0: um, that's what I wanted to make sure as I'm getting into it, because uh, I would be super pissed if everyone's like it's the greatest show of all time, but you're gonna be in the same boat as me. It'd be you know I'd be like fuck you, man. Uh, so as long as the the movie wraps it up. But anyways, my favorite moment in all of episodes one and two is uh, after they return the or, well, they're about to, I should say. Uh, no, they did it. Yeah, after they return the drugs back to the coal miner place and that fucking big lunk of a guy, the red-headed guy's like... Leatherface! That's Leatherface?
1: Oh. Yeah, in the remake Leatherface, yeah.
0: Oh, neat. Um, You know, he's like, yeah, he's telling him, take the money, tell him the deal's off, uh, and we'll never see each other. We'll avoid you, you avoid us, we're cool. He's staying, you know, he's all like, keep your money, I will hunt you down, and you will die by my blade. Yeah. Nathan Fillion's just like, ah, that's unfortunate. Just boots him right into the edge, and I lost it. I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. It was so unexpected and, ah. Uh. And then he brings the next guy, and he's like, take this money. He's like, oh, no, no, I heard you. I got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, there's the, I'm really excited to see, like, it it, it, ca- it catches you. For anyone who hasn't seen it, it catches you so fast with so many beats of, you don't want to follow the story of Flyer, Firefly. You pick a character or multiple and go, What the hell happens to you as this goes on? The girl who they're being—the whole reason they're being hunted. Amazing. Nathan Fillion and his like asshole heart of gold type thing. Amazing. The dynamic between the companion and him and the shepherd because they have a weird like understanding. Amazing. Jane being—is it Jane or Jane? It's Jane.
1: Jane, not like a girl's name. It's J A
0: Y N E. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it was like Jane Gum. No yeah. But uh no. so his his whole like asshole power but I will follow orders until you piss me off thing. Honestly my least favorite part, but it's Jake's favorite. Jake likes Jane the most. One um, thing
1: is because you can't really help you can't help but not like Jane at a certain point because he's just such a dumbass. Like he's uh, just like he's he's like he's like a, he's a big lovable lug. Like yeah. he's a, he like he he can swing back and forth with his allegiances, but like at the end, like you can't help but not like
0: him. Uh, the the pilot and his wife, who the wife is like the real second in command. She's like the second most badass person besides Philly and Like just, every character, the played... pilot, the
1: pilot is Wash, and he is my favorite character. Yeah, he uses his yeah. goddamn name, son of a bitch. I don't know names. Uh, Owen and, fucking Washburn or Alan Tudyk. Everything
0: I know, Alan. Fine, I'll call him Alan Tudyk because I love Alan Tudyk. Um, yeah. Every single character has a reason to watch the show. So if you're like, ah, I don't care about this, like would you say 20 20 it was a? Think about it. Huh? Oh yes. Oh yeah yeah. The dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, all right. My <laughs> brother got me for Christmas because he was just like i didn't mean to buy you anything else for christmas but i just saw this and it's fucking perfect so i'm gonna buy you something else for christmas i'm like you son of a bitch He's like, you don't <laughs> buy me anything else i'm just like all right fine <laughs> win
0: <Win-win>. win uh <laughs> everything every single character gives you a reason to watch the show and i think that is the way i would have preferred to have been sold if someone had said that to me earlier i might have started sooner like it is not a show where you you hear the premise and go yay or nay. It's a show where you watch it and you have you have to understand each person before you can make a judgment. Like, that's why I, I with most shows I judge, like Doctor Who, I'm happy I didn't judge Firefly. Because um, I don't have to eat my words. I can still hate Doctor Who, but if I end up liking it, I have to eat my words. Firefly, I can sit in the middle. I'm happy knowing that it was a great show sitting out there that I just hadn't got to. Um so, eventually, I will finish it. I am not a binger like you. Uh,
1: well, no, that thing is, like, Firefly... I wasn't really before Firefly. It was just a matter of, like, um, when I got the Firefly DVDs. I did not intend to watch them in two days, but that's what happened. That's just how like. the cookie
0: crumbles. I, I,
1: like, I, 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 I watched, could, I I, I I watched, like, half of it one day and half the next.
0: I probably could spam it, especially since it's only, what, 12 episodes? 13. 13 episodes. Yeah, I probably could, but yeah, it's a struggle uh which will lead us into and we will do this as long as we want to if time runs long we just keep chatting uh if we run out of time we'll move into the games really quick so i want to like i said back and forth shows you absolutely believe someone has to see before they die even if you haven't seen it this can be something that's gonna come out and you're like you gotta see it i don't care it comes out next year and you're an idiot if you don't watch it i don't care just shows that people uh need to find do you want to start do you want me to start you can go ahead. I'll start. Uh, the Office. No. Um, oh, oh, I'll say why not that. So me is that, first let me get that out the way. Any sitcom across the board, doesn't. when people are like, Seinfeld is the greatest show on TV of all time you have to see, it's like, no, fuck you, it's a comedy. I get that it was good, well-written, good characters, but it's still just a comedy that you can pick up at your leisure. It's not a must-see. It's not like this. It won't change your uh, your opinions on any certain genre but, but or Kevin, any Kevin, but Kevin-
1: thing. Perhaps you don't recall. It was the originator of must-see TV, so okay. it is in oh, fact must-see. Damn.
0: <laughs> Marketing be damned. You know what? You got me. I guess I have nowhere to go. Um, so I'm going to leave- I it will
1: say, Seinfeld Seinfeld is the greatest fucking sitcom of all time. Yeah, I'm not going to deny Seinfeld that. Or
0: Simpsons? Yeah, I won't deny either of them. Um, they're not my personal favorites, but I have to- it's like the Beatles- and the Rolling Stones. You have no choice but to respect what they did for music, regardless of if you like it or not, because I don't personally like either, especially the Rolling Stones. No, okay. um, so anyways, all those are off. Not comedies as a whole, but sitcoms are off my list entirely. Uh, I'm going to say my number one, you have to see it before you die, and the, you can judge me, is Rick and Morty. I, I just... I, I can't envision my life without that show. I have a problem, and I admit that, but... The season three's Character work it, Before season 3 I would have left it off Because it would have been another comedy Another type thing Season three's character work though Made it a show with purpose Before that silly nonsense Shit happens I mean that is the premise You know infinite possibilities But season 3 turned that around And that's why I put that there Agree or disagree
1: I mean Okay I will say this Because it's like You and I are different In the sense that like I I don't really, like, I don't feel that, like, even the things that I pick as, like, my favorites, Mm -hmm. I don't think that you need to watch them or enjoy them. Like, I don't really give a shit. Like, I enjoy them.
0: Well, that's like me with Con Air. I I understand that. With Con Air, most people, you know, it's not their bag, but I will never disrespect Con Air. And don't you do it to my face. So, you know, but with, I, I feel like Rick and Morty's above that. That's just me. That's just me. No,
1: no, no, I no, no. I'm not saying but I, yeah, I'm not saying Rick and Morty isn't good. I'm not saying I wouldn't recommend Rick and Morty for li- people who are looking for like a good show, whether it be comedy, whatever. Yeah. But I'm just saying like there is no show that I'm like, you need to watch this and you need to it needs to be your favorite fucking thing ever. Like I think The Wire is one of the greatest shows of all time. Okay, so is The I Wire your enjoy... number one? No, give me a second but Buffy is my favorite show of all time. Okay, like
0: okay. okay, so then move so, off Rick and Morty, your turn. Pick a show that you should think everyone should watch.
1: I mean, theoretically, I mean, I would definitely say, like, Buffy is the best show, bar none, ever made. But, like, I mean... Okay, now sell. I, I mean, that's so i I don't really, like, if people aren't, like, into it, like, I don't really give a shit. To me, it was just, like, it was josh. Because I think it's funny. It's, like, when, I, when it first came out, because my first ever, when I was a child, um, I was nine fucking years old when the movie came out. It was my first ever favorite movie. Um, I guess, I mean, like, probably Raiders was before that, but I was a child, so I didn't, like, process favorite. And, like, I saw Buffy, and it was, like, a fucking, like, light went off. And everyone's talking about how it's fucking terrible it is. And watching it now, it's not great, but, like, I don't think it's bad people say it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why when I first saw, and also the first time I was in love with a woman was Christy Swanson and Buffy. Like, Which I she... was nine years old. She's Buffy. And.
0: Oh, is that the I character's like, name? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I was like, that's. What's her name? Sarah Michelle Geller? Who's that
1: that's the second one no christy swanson is the first one she's the movie one
0: there's the two buffys
1: i told you there's a
0: movie and there's a tv show oh, god damn it all right continue uh because
1: yeah when I, when I first saw uh christy swanson in uh in buffy it like at like nine years old basically like, puberty happened like instantaneously and it wasn't even like a sexual thing it was basically just like she's so pretty yeah. and like but you had my, 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 no like, choice
0: but to crank it
1: no, I think he was like, but I was like nine years old. And I was like doing the math in my head of like, okay, so when I'm 18, she'll be like, I would just like, <laughs> so basically, like, I was it'll to marry her. like, that was it'll like, totally that, work. It'll totally That'll be fine.
0: I was not. I didn't fucking know. Um, and look at you now. Yeah. So
1: like, what, but now that, like, like, when I saw, like, when they were started the Buffy show, I watched the first episode. I'm like, that's not the movie at all. Like, what the fuck is this shit? And then, like, um, I didn't watch it for a while, and then it ended up that, like, I watched a random fucking episode, um, which is kind of like a Doctor Who bottle episode in a lot of ways, um, where it's, um, Xander ends up basically becoming a hyena, like, internally, like, they get, like, their, like, soul switch with hyenas, Mm -hmm. and, like, for some reason, that episode, I, it took my interest, and, like, so I watched the whole thing, and I'm like, that was actually awesome, and then that summer... They like it was. I guess the WB's old strategy for it would basically just like show the show in the summer, and I was like, so basically you'll be ready in the fall. So I watched the whole show that summer, and I was like, holy fucking shit, this is amazing! Like I totally fucking misjudged this. And so by the time the second season started, I was like watching every episode as they aired, taping them and watching them again and again and again because I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like this is like this I'll is everything I ever wanted. For more, the show. Yeah. Sure, um, but yeah, but that thing is like I mean because it's like. I always from when I was a little kid like vampires and like my well, monsters in general but like vampires were always like up there and like my favorite um vampires were the vampires in uh Lost Boys yep. um because to me like the whole thing that I I've said before where I was like I always thought like the vampires were like like oh the pain of being undead I'm like being yeah, that would be fucking awesome. Like, you basically just, like, fucking hang out, do whatever you want for eternity. All you have to do is occasionally rip out somebody's fucking throat and drink their blood, and you're all set. Like, what downside is there to this? And, like, um, so, like, the Joss Whedon vampires of, with the exception of the angel, on um, Buffy are basically those vampires. I know he was a really big fan. He used a lot of, like, the fucking same terminology and everything, like out whatever. Um, So, yeah, so, like, and it's also a show that, like, a, it grows with its characters. Like, because it starts off as basically a metaphor for high school. And, like, because basically it's like Stephen King had said before, where you just like, about well, like, Carrie, where you're just like, high school is hell. The lower on the totem pole you are, the more, like, hell it becomes. <laughs> and um, Buffy is very much that, where basically it's just like, high school is hell. And basically you just kind of follow these characters through high school, through college, like, whatever. Like, you watch them grow, and the show kind of grows with them, and their problems grow with them. It's just like – and like the monsters and the evil and everything are metaphors for like whatever is going on at that point in your life and like it's just I don't know dude it's just it's it's in a lot of ways to me it's just like the perfect show and just it's it spoke to me on a really fucking primal level from the first fucking time that I actually like dedicated my time to it and like it's one of the few things I constantly try to revisit like every few years to watch the whole thing just because I think it's seasons
0: oh my goodness no it's not it's
1: seven it's seven
0: seasons Wait, I thought Buffy was eleven. What's eleven seasons? My friend was trying to sell me on a show. And How the said fuck do alone. I know? Maybe it was. I don't know. But it, uh, Angel? No, not Angel. I don't know. He was telling me something was no. Long. Angel has less seasons. My next would be, and even though I haven't seen it, I'm talking in a different sense. Is Game of Thrones is a show everyone must see. Um, it is literally changing hour-long sh- series as we're experiencing it right now. Like companies are freaking thrashing around, trying to match what Game of Thrones is capable. like fucking Amazon now. Amazon's gonna make a, a Lord of the Rings movie a, or I mean show, TV show, and they're doing it in that respect. And there's lots, I mean, immediately following Game of Thrones, all of these different medieval type stuff started coming out and not succeeding quite as far, um, like Vikings and whatnot. Game of Thrones is literally changing hour long shows. And every, it's winning every award, and it's getting—it's got the largest budget for a TV show ever for the final season, and the biggest viewing number. It's absurd what it's doing. It's a must see. Everyone has to see it, and I'm going to eventually. I've seen season one, uh, almost, and I'm going to continue watching it. I'm assuming you agree.
1: Oh no, no, yeah, totally. I mean, like Game of Thrones is one of my favorite shows of all time. Like, and also it did the same thing. That, like the next pick that I would give did, which
0: was, roll right in and talk about them at the same time
1: i'll get to it in a second but like it did a thing where like when the show started to kind of wobble like they because like they're every show basically at a certain point will start to wobble like basically yeah. like you have this perfect stable thing and it'll start to wobble and then from there you have two choices basically like either you recognize it and you fix it or Re-spin you just fucking it. let the show die and it becomes Fall terrible like it's like 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 I think um, a really good example, and I don't mean this to be shitty because I don't dislike the show, but like Sons of Anarchy is a really good example of like okay. a where they they did not they did not see apparently or they didn't care that it was wobbling. So like from season four on, it is utter shit. Like okay. it's well, that's not true. It's not utter shit, but it's not great. Um, whereas like Game of Thrones, like it started to like wobble, and then it was just like I think it was around the same time, it was like season four around, and then like they fucking cranked the fucking thing and they was like they over and they fixed it the the show now Mm -hmm. is as good as it ever has been although i do think season eight i have some issues with the fact that like they kind of it's like the same thing that i remember um brian azarello talking about when he was writing the 100 bullets comic Mm -hmm. where he had basically said from the jump it was 100 issues and um he's like 100 bullets 100 issues and then like when it was getting towards the end he's like I really wish I had not paid myself in that corner because he's like, <laughs> I have more shit to do to make this work, uh, but I can't because I've already made myself that
0: You've made the commitment. claim. You've, not you've locked it down, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, so it's kind of the same thing with Game of Thrones where it's like, they were like, oh, we're, like, we're going to be done in two years. We're only doing like a half season this year, half season next year. And it's like, well, what the f- how are you going to fucking do this? And the answer is basically just like Rush. far as I sort of can tell literally fucking like they have a TARDIS that goes through time and space. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, the timelines are starting show. to
0: get a little funky.
1: Yeah. Like, whenever you used to, like, have to travel on that show, it would take, like the whole fucking season, or at least, like, half the season to get anywhere. And then it's just, like, in this fucking season, it's basically just, like, I swear to God, the dragons are just ripping holes in space-time. Because it's just, like, oh, hey, they just appeared in fucking, like, Winterfell. Like it was nothing. Like, what the fuck? Um, they got
0: their. they stopped but, walking by the horses and got on the horses. That's what yeah.
1: happened. Um, but yeah, like, but no, like Game of Thrones is, it's, it's just, it's phenomenal. Like, there's it's, nothing bad that can be said about it. And like, um. I mean, incest is pretty I, bad.
0: Rape is pretty bad. Those two things are kind I'm of.
1: I'm I'm not saying all the subject matter. I'm <laughs> just saying the, like, execution of the show. Fair, fair.
0: <laughs> um, Like, that rape was so yeah, tasteful. The, the rape, rape itself I, fucked up, but with the way they did it? So, mwah.
1: Anyway, <laughs> um, the thing I was like, my second favorite show, which it, sometimes it flips, sometimes depending on the day, but usually it's my second favorite after Buffy, uh, is The Shield, um, which was another one of their shows, like, it was like one of the, like, it was right after I kind of first kind of understood Binge. Like, yeah, okay. Michael uh, Chiklis. Michael Okay, okay, I'm with you. Um, where basically it's a show that is like, it's funny because you can watch it as like a dumbass, and like, like my, one of my friends... Who is like um we're talking about like the shield and like um he was like it's like i uh, guess i mentioned it, i was just like i watch it because it's like it's really interesting to watch like these people and like the idea of like do the ends justify the means like does the horrible shit that he does mm-hmm. does that make up for the good like, the, 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 like it does it all balance out in the end or is like the fact that he's beating fucking suspects and shit to get the information like or like Murdering, because the first episode he murders one of his team. Huh. It's a rat, and um, and like that, the whole show kind of deals with that sin on some level or another till the end. But it's like the whole concept of basically like do the ends like does all the good shit he does uh, somehow balance out all the horrible shit he does, like beating suspects and like doing what he wants and like basically stealing and whatever whatever he wants to do he does and like is that okay because of what he's like i was like the moral the ideas it puts in my head like the moral implications i was like are just really fucking interesting and like watching his team like how they kind of have sold their souls to the devil and like how they deal with it and then like um like the reason i'm a walton goggins fan to this day is his performance on that show um but like just like that, that, that whole thing and like my friend at the time was just like oh yeah dude i just watch it because Mac- Mackey's a total badass beating the shit out of people i'm just like, I guess sure, like, if, sure. I mean, it's like I don't think that's what they're going for, but like if you, if they that's what you're into, like I guess rock on. I mean, at least they're getting ratings, I guess.
0: That's all it takes. <laughs> that's like, you know what? I'll I'll move uh one of my picks up right now to to kind of make sense for that. My next one would be Breaking Bad. Um for a handful of reasons besides the fact that which it's... I still have not finished. Yeah, which is uh, and I haven't either. So asterisk, haven't finished it either. Um f- oh my God, talk about a roller coaster of watching someone go one way. It's called Breaking Bad, so there's no way to spoil the character arc of the lead uh, of uh, Walter Wright. You can't spoil it, like what he turned bad, as if he was broken in some way. Whoa, Breaking Bad! Like you can't, you can't not know that's coming. But anyways, um, that's one of those shows where the way my friends followed it through was like. Dude, science teacher starts cooking meth. It's crazy. I was like, that's what you got from the show? Okay. Like, sure, he does do that. You're right. And then, yes, shootouts ensue. True. But aren't you more interested in the fact that this dude's going to die one day? He has to support for his wife, and there's people trying to kill him, so he has to get a tough demeanor, yada, yada, yada. That show... Well,
1: yeah, the the Walter White thing is really interesting because it's like it's literally a guy who does sell his soul to the devil. Like he yep. literally like, he starts off as like a perfectly normal dude who's just trying to like support his family. He's he just trying he's to die. not die.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, come on. And then like, right.
1: and then by the end of the show, he is pure evil. Like that's actually why, like, um, I haven't he's actually seen the end of the show, thing. but I know what the end of the show is. Yeah. yeah. So I know the end of the show, he ends up basically, um, he ends up dying. And the base the way I heard it was basically, they were just like, it's a moment where he stops being um, Heisenberg and starts being Walter White again. Because okay. that's the thing. is like when he literally created this thing that then became him. Like it was yeah. like he created this that was like in his own image but through his own kind of narcissism and like various elements of personality he didn't know, even know were there. He became... Pure evil. Like I mean Christ, the end of season three, I think it was, he poisons a child. Like to like Uh, get Jesse back on his side. He
0: he broke bad, so to speak, uh, in my opinion, in season two, uh when he freaking When he murders Jessica Jones, yeah. Uh no, no, no. Before that. (laughs) (laughs) But yes. Right before that is when I consider him as as the turn of Walter White, and that is when uh right after the shootout with Tuco. Uh, when Tuco dies by the police. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, he's, he, he fakes delu- being delusional. He fakes, like, an episode where he's walking down and he goes into a convenience store naked to have a drink, um, which is sadistic enough for him to come up with that and then, like, be able to, as a non-acting person at all, p- portray. Uh, and then from the hospital calls Pinkman and is like, all right, we've got to continue work. And Pinkman's like, dude, we almost just died... And we almost just went to jail. But we're not doing this anymore. And he and I can't remember his exact line, but th- he he says, uh, "You signed up to do this, and you're finishing it, or else is basically the terminal." And that was the moment when I'm just like, "Holy shit, things have taken a turn." Because even up to that moment, he's still that you know, 50-something-year-old white guy who's a little shaky, like, what did I get myself into? At that moment, he knows what he's getting himself into, and he doesn't care. He's finishing because he saw that it was, like, a $100,000 payday that he was gonna get or something. Um, anyways, Breaking Bad, that's mine. Uh, do you have one more? Or?
1: Um,
0: I mean... Well, that's, The yeah, Wire, I think, that's uh, justifiable. Yeah,
1: I said The Wire. Like, was The Wire, like, it's funny, because, like, when I was a little kid, it's funny, like, um, my parents were hardcore like they would not fucking let me watch rated movies So I was like 12 or 13 great that I still did in some cases anyway because my friends parents didn't care of course um but like um uh, they paid no attention to what I read or what I watched on television so like my favorite shows when I was a kid were like Homicide Life on the Street, Murdered with Children Obviously. and Tales from the Crypt yeah no those <laughs> are three very
0: kid oriented <laughs> shows I get it <laughs>
1: But like *Homicide: Life on the Street*, I always liked. Like I thought was, I always thought it was really cool. But uh, I was a little I was a little kid. So like that shows you my fucking weird art maturity level. Yeah. Um, and then like when um I heard that David Simon, who was one of the like the dudes who created *The Wire*, or I'm sorry *The Homicide*, when he created a show *The Wire*, um I was like oh okay. And so I started watching uh this like I I mean I watched it was when the second season was airing. And I watched the first season, and I was just like at first I was like a couple episodes in I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this? And then it's like, you realize as you watch it, it's literally every season is a novel. Like, it's... And it, he, even he had said that, like, later on, where you're just like, at the beginning of Moby Dick, you don't have the fucking whale, you don't have Ahab, you don't have anything. You have fucking Starbuck in a fucking room and Ish- with Ishmael, like, hi- hi- hiding from the rain. Like, it's it's not anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, you need that to get there. And I was just like... Because by, like, the end of the season, I was just like, this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. And then, like, so I saw season two and season three. And season four is, to this day, I would say, one of the best seasons of television of all time. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, I would put um, season five of The Shield, season two of Buffy, and season four of The Wire as probably three of the greatest achievements in the history of television, just because they're fucking phenomenal on all possible levels. Mm-hmm. But it's a show – It's again, it's kind of the same thing as The, uh, the Shield, but actually on an even different level – because, the shield is basically like you're kind of learning to kind of sympathize with somebody who is doing horrible fucking things, which why I still think it's funny. Like, of that the shield, where like people are like mad at the ending because it's just like it was like honestly, Vic is a horrible fucking person. Like, mm-hmm. you should not be like, oh god, I hope he gets away. Like, <laughs> that's not a feeling you should have. Like, you should be like, I was not that. Like, I was just like, no, dude. Like, he needs to go down. That's why I thought the ending of the Shield was perfect. Where basically it ends with basically Vic in hell, like basically it's Vic's worst nightmare come to life. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, I always have it at the back in my, my my back pocket. If I ever meet Michael Chiklis, I'm like, I have an idea for a Shield follow-up movie, and I want to do it. So if you will fucking like let me do it, I will write the shit out of this and direct the shit out of it, and I will assure you will not be disappointed. <laughs> um, I know where that story goes. I don't think Sean Ryan who created it does, but I know where that story goes, and mm-hmm. I want to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I have one more. I there's one more ride for that fucking guy. Um, but yeah, like the Wire. It was actually kind of the um, not necessarily the opposite, but it's they literally. Spent the same same amount of time, same amount of energy, like everything, is equal focus on the cop side and the criminal side. Mm-hmm. And when it gets later, they also have like they involved with the government. Um, but everybody is given like nobody is demonized. Like it's it's literally all people making choices. Mm-hmm. Like at no point is there good guys or bad guys. Mm-hmm. And that's like the whole thing that I that I always think that I think is the most important part of that show is that it's a show that, like, it is literally just about humanity and, like, looking at the people that you might not give a second look and actually think about why they are the way they are. Like, for everybody who talks about, like, the fucking scumbag drug dealer, like, you don't know why they're doing that. And, like, and the guys who are, like, the kingpins, like, you don't know what they went through to get there. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, just, like, I mean, fucking, like, cops. Like, it's just, like the guy who's just like the dumb fucking flatfoot you don't respect might be more fucking respectable than the guy who's like one of the top guys it is the guy that was one of the top guys who's willing to do things that the other guy wouldn't and i just like it just literally is looking at people and that's like mm-hmm. I, that's why like i always
0: will have like a special place in my heart for that show because i think it's just phenomenal i haven't seen it but i i want to it's on all like if you google top 10 shows of all time like the wire's always there it's always there um, and we'll do one last one, which is my final one, and I have to explain it, because I don't think you'll agree right off the bat. I think Jessica Jones, Netflix's Jessica Jones, is a must-see for so many reasons. Uh, face value, incredible acting, from both the actress Kristen Ritter, is that her name? Yeah. And uh, David Tennant as the villain, uh, Purple Man. Well, I mean, everyone's excellent acting, but I'm talking just those two. Uh, be it... If you're not a comic book fan, there's lots of stuff out there to help you. This is one of them. Um, So, like, for example, Daredevil, for non-comic book fans, is a little in the middle, where some take it, some leave it. Luke Cage, also a little in the middle. Iron Fist, obviously not for non-comic book fans. That that shows its own thing. And then you've got movies that do stuff as well, like uh, the Dark Knight trilogy opened up the comic book world for movies. So, from a show aspect, this is a good way to get... If you're not into comic books and superheroes, doesn't matter. You can still enjoy this. B, it's incredibly topical for right now. Even the most powerful people can be taken advantage of. And don't fucking take advantage of people because it's a fucked up thing to do. Um, this show just addresses that in like 10 different ways from Luke Cage's storyline with his wife and how Jessica betrays him. The obvious of Purple Man controlling everyone in the world, um, jessica jones denying help slash contact from anyone because she's kind of a broken individual like from a psychological standpoint this movie opens so many doors that i think people should not glance over um and like i said it's topical because there's lots of rapey stuff happening and that's not cool um b it's incredibly satisfying wait this is c it's incredibly satisfying as a one-off like there's more to come from Jessica Jones, obviously, but even if it never went anywhere farther, one season of Jessica Jones, like a miniseries type-esque calling it, is almost perfect for, for me. Um, it's not the best Marvel thing, Daredevil Season 2 is uh, on Netflix, but for what it stands for and the reachability it has to a general audience, that's my agree or disagree, that's my pick.
1: Oh, no, I think it's amazing. Uh, I think all of them, though. Like, I, mean, I definitely think at least Daredevil and Jessica Jones behooves people to watch both of those. Um, but no, like, I will say this one. I kind of speak briefly. Like, I, I've, I'm actually only, I'm only like halfway through it. Because mm-hmm. um, I've been watching like, the first three seasons. But The Sopranos is fucking amazing. Yep. Um it's, it's kind of the same thing as like the things I mentioned before, basically, like, just like the like, just the idea of kind of getting into the head of people who. Are doing these fucking insanely horrible things, but they're sympathetic and like you see them as human beings, mm-hmm. um, so like that's really cool. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, so I can't really speak to the whole fucking thing. But like what I have seen, that I really liked.
0: Uh season um, one of The Walking Dead, and potentially yeah, yeah, farther right. on. But honestly, if you stopped after season one, that's one of that's just phenomenal television.
1: Well, yeah, that was Frank Darabont. Like that thing is like basically Frank Darabont made a movie for television, and then like. When, they, when he tried to make more, they were like, well, we want you to spend less money. He's like, I don't think you understand how this works. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: Fair um, enough. Uh, season 2. Uh, one location. That's cheap, right? Moving on.
1: Oh yeah, no, like, there's like, I've really literally read like the things they wanted him to do and was like, and they did it in the second season, I'm like, and that's why second season sucks. Yeah. Like, it is fucking people walking around talking about the zombie apocalypse for 13 fucking hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, um,
0: what else? So, uh, you asked I was, was gonna say, uh, one?
1: The new Battlestar Galactica, um, okay. like the reboot of that, um, it ends kind of shittily. <laughs> like the uh, like season four is not its strongest season. Mm-hmm. But um, seasons season one especially, but like seasons one through three are some of the best television ever created. Not just like sci-fi. Like some of the best television ever created. Like it's just – it's really uh, – I think it's I, funny. I, the way I was actually sold on that was based on comic books because uh, well, Warren okay. Ellis used to have a comic book called Fell that he used to write. Um, where he would write back matter on the back of it and like one of the way because i first heard about Battlestar Galactica I'm just like I don't give a fuck I didn't like that like bullshit back in the day like why would I like that now Mm -hmm. and the way like Warren Ellis talked about it he's just like nobody talks about Battlestar Galactica which is like one of the best shows on TV currently as like hey look at this brilliant thing made from this old crap and I was like if he's acknowledging that it was crappy, I was like, I am, I'm open to this. And then yeah. I, so I, I got like the fucking miniseries from Netflix.
0: I was like, oh okay, this is really good. Oh okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, go ahead. I, I I lost my train of thought, which is fine. Um, I was just gonna say there's plenty of other good stuff. There's endless ones that uh...
1: I have two more. I oh, have you two got two more, more?
0: Throw them. Maybe I'll come up with yeah. what I was trying to say.
1: Um, one is being human. Uh, Never heard. Which of was well, no, I'm sorry. Being Human UK because they did a shitty American US version and it was terrible. Okay. Um, but the UK show uh, until the last season. The last season sucks. But um, seasons one through four are really fucking good. Where basically it's about um, a werewolf, a vampire, and a ghost. You all share a flat together in that's uh, awesome. originally in Bristol, but then they moved to Cardiff in season uh, three. It's great. Um, and it sounds funny, it's, but it's not funny. It's like it's a fucking drama because basically it's all basically metaphors the same thing it's kind of basically grown up buffy okay he's basically like um mitchell the vampire is basically representative of addiction like um george the werewolf is representative of somebody who doesn't understand how to control himself and like loses his mind like when he can't is he can't control his anger Mm. any the ghost essentially an agoraphobe like he can't leave the house like so basically it's all this like you take what seems like a stupid kind of like whatever concept and makes a show that made me cry so many times. I didn't have words for many times, <laughs> times I cried. Cause like, you'll start crying like, if
0: you try to think of the words.
1: It was brutal. Like the end of season, uh, the beginning of season four, the end of season three and the end of season two, all of which I cried. Um, okay. That's fair. And a lot like, and not like, it was basically like, like when David Tennant was leaving Dr. Who, I'm just like, I was just like, Oh, Oh, it's so sad oh god and then like when when matt smith was leaving dr who i'm like
0: oh my god oh no don't leave me buddy i love you so much he left you though he left i can change i can be what you want me to be (laughs) they never change um
1: the other one is uh even though the most recent season is kind of like whatever um but it was a show that my brother forced me to watch and i'm really glad he did uh, but Sherlock on the BBC. Okay, uh, people
0: do love that damn show.
1: Well, the thing is, like, he tried to get me to watch it for so long, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Sherlock Holmes, dude. Like, and he was like, no, seriously, you have to watch it. I'm like, I don't fucking care, dude. And then, like, it was, like, right after season two ended, and, um, like, one day his wife was out of town, and it was when we lived, still lived together, and he was like, okay, this is what we're doing. You're going to come downstairs and watch the first episode of Sherlock. If you don't want to watch it ever again fine but you're watching at least the first episode and then like from at least then you'll know whether or not it's like you're going to continue with it i'm like okay fine so i went downstairs and i watched the first episode i'm like that was actually really fucking good mm-hmm. and then like i ended up binging because there's only like there's only like um three episode seasons and the episodes are like an hour and a half each um basically like each little films and um i ended up binging it all in like the course of like a uh, few days and I'm like, well, fuck. So then I had to wait out season three and then the waiting out season four because basically, like, after season two, everyone's just like, oh, my God, Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman are great. And it was just like, so they start being in movies and everything, so they never fucking get time the to show do Sherlock. Just got pushed off. So now they have to, like, they literally, they make, I will. God bless the both of them, because they're the ones that make holes in their schedules, and they're mm-hmm. like, Moffat, we're doing more Sherlock. Like, this is when we're available. Like, like make this happen.
0: The time is now. Uh, this is not a drill.
1: Because I think it's funny, Is I remember when I watched... Because um, I think it's funny, when I first watched um, Sherlock for the first time, my exact thought... And I said to my brother out loud, I don't know if he remembers, but I was like, if they ever knew a Doctor Strange movie, they should totally use that guy. Because mm-hmm. I was like, he has that perfect attitude in his voice. I was just like, I can picture that guy saying, like, by the hoary host of the Pug-Off and not laughing. Like, it, like, he has such gravitas. Uh-huh. I then like when... Um, they like we're talking about Doctor Strange people are like walking like, Phoenix and they're talking about like uh, Jared Leto and everyone's like well whatever and then like somebody brought a Ben and back, I'm like wait what <laughs> and then it happened I'm like oh my fucking god like this never happens usually like I pick an actor and they're just like oh yeah you know that guy it won't be that guy but it's gonna be this guy and I'm just like alright like whatever I guess that's fine <laughs>
0: I'm like, you got your dream you got your dream and yeah, that's all that matters it's,
1: it's the only time ever but yeah
0: <laughs> uh, and I've got one last one I had two but I lost it again one last one for the. We're not going to talk about it much because I want to play the games. Uh, is, uh, it's because it's timeless. I honestly believe it's the Goonies of our age, so to speak. Stranger Things. Y- it, it oh, will, fuck yeah. It will never not be. Like, some shows don't age well, some shows fall away. Like, I can't watch MASH anymore. I'm sure people who liked MASH when it was out still love MASH, but it didn't age well. Stranger Things will age like a fine wine. That show. It's like, like the Goonies, it will never go away. Um,. And my other one doesn't matter. So, do you?
1: I wanna- do think Stranger Things. People need to like. It's like it's funny that like people don't give it a proper respect because it's like everyone just like oh it's derivative and blah blah. blah. I'm like who gives a shit? Like I can name a million movies that you like that are like I can tell you like what influenced that movie or what that movie is ripping off, mm-hmm. and like you'll be like. Nah, and then I'll show it to you and be like, oh, fuck. Like, so it's like, fuck you. Like, The Stranger Things, it's like, it's one of the best written and directed television shows ever. Just because it's like, it's very, like, a, a, kind of like a pastiche of various awesome things from the 80s doesn't make it any less fucking awesome. It's a awesome. love letter to good own. stuff. Yeah, it's like, it's like a whole thing with Kevin and fucking, like, he won't watch Game of Thrones because of fucking, he doesn't like fantasy. I'm like, but it's not even really fucking fantasy it's about these fucking people that happen to live in a fucking world the dragons existed like it's not fucking it's not yeah. like the dragons aren't the
0: focal point yeah no i'm i'm really excited about freaking season two i still haven't watched it yet but I will. I, I will it's really fucking good i watched it in two days i'll get i'll get to them I'll, my friend at work is up my ass about it and it's hot but i'm not interested um all right pat you want to play some games
1: sure but I will say watch the Simpsons and Seinfeld but yes go ahead
0: deal in the office then if we're going there uh let's play we're gonna play our two traditional games who's who and who would win in a fight it's time to play the game time to play the game <laughs> It's all about the game, and how you play it, it's all about control, and if you can take it, all about your debt, and if you can pay it, it's all about pay and who's gonna make it, I am who's the who game, Patrick, who's who, I'm gonna need your help explaining who these guys are, Turk and Grotto, from comics.
1: That could be more than, from which? Like, uh, Marv- Marvel, Jared Marvel, Marvel comics? comics,
0: yeah. I don't fucking remember who the fuck Grotto is. I'm trying yeah, to remember. Put, like, put, I, I, I. put yourself in Kevin Cardinal's shoes because this was his, uh, his. Because uh...
1: he's a fucking weird psychopath with the deep deep cut references. Fine, I'm googling this.
0: Okay, good. Google who Grotto is so that we can understand what the hell we're we're talking about. Uh. Just, uh... I'm also. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna back this shit up. Grotto comics. I guess is all I would type in. Right. That's. <laughs> right, like I looked
1: up Grotto and Marvel. Oh. oh, he's like if just a random fucking henchman. Okay, that he's, I don't he's, fucking remember that character. So he's like. Grotto,
0: Turk, and Zeke were later surprised by Daredevil. He's just another bro with Turk. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right, fuck that one I, out the window. We're both Turk. We're both Grotto. That's easy. Moving on. Uh, who's who? Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer. Uh, I th- I thought I of mean, this one while driving, and I was really proud of myself. Basically, like you're more an,
1: Huck, and I'm more... Oh,
0: strong. shit, Jack, yeah, because you can't lose. First off, they're two awesome characters. Huck Finn's yes. an adventurer who uses the N-word all the time. And Tom Sawyer, right? That's his only, like, quality we know of? Like, that's what is used to describe him, right? No? Okay. No, uh, no not actually. But, <laughs> well, um... but, but he does, though. Um, and Tom Sawyer is just a super clever guy who doesn't want to do real work, right? I mean, that's... doesn't. That's me a <laughs> nutshell. <laughs> yeah, and I just use the N word casually all the time, so I guess it's fa- no. I'm not going with that aspect, but I am going with the adventure aspect of Huck Finn. So, but yeah, you can't lose with those. Those are perfect. But yeah, I'll be Huck, and you'll be Tom. And for the fu- you know, we'll do two more uh, to bang it out really quick. I'm gonna save the funny one for last. Who's who? Doctor Who companions? Because I don't know the companions, anything They're about all them.
1: Girls, but okay. Yeah, that's head. fine.
0: But if I was to be, you know, pick out the best one and pick out, like, the other one, you know, that makes it less fun. So I'm just gonna go across the spectrum, Companions, and let you kind of assign uh, what's most accurate. Um,
1: uh, so who are like, the Companions
0: of the current generation? The f- f- recent Well, I mean, there's...
1: Doctors? The most famous ones, the ones that, like, were multiple seasons were uh, Amy Pond, uh, Karen Gillen one of the few attractive gingers on the planet They're um, all
0: attractive i'll put myself man. on the record with that
1: <laughs> um and uh i mean it also depends how you define companion i mean because it's like but the other one would basically obviously be um i'm saying like ah, fuck this is difficult because i'm just like it's why we do this
0: uh, it's why they pay us the big bucks pat to think hard because
1: i mean, fuck. It's like, because Rose is obviously the other big one. Oh, uh, I know was, that like, name. Yeah. Um, but, like, Martha is my favorite, um, which nobody cares about because she's only one season, but she's so pretty. I love her so
0: much. <laughs> I'm not asking uh, who has the nicest boobies, okay? I'm asking about which one's character relates the most to us as people.
1: I know. And then, like, um, there was a brief time where, uh, I can't remember her fucking name, but the older one that was tenants for like a season... I wanna say Catherine, but I could be wrong. Um, I remember her face, but I can't remember her name necessarily. She's a comedian. Like she's like in real life. Oh, um, fucking
0: uh, Ellie Bertram from The Office. Uh, the redhead? Yeah. Like forty year old, 40 year old, maybe yeah. a little yeah, yeah, younger yeah, yeah, for yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, I know who yeah, yeah, you're talking yeah, yeah. about. Okay,
1: yeah. Um But yeah, um and modern companions, you have um, I can't think of her fucking character name, <laughs> Jenna Coleman. What the fuck is her character
0: name? Which doctor was she? Uh, uh
1: started with Smith, and went to Capaldi.
0: Oh um, Jesus! I didn't realize they traversed doctors like this.
1: <laughs> well, because the doctor is still the doctor. It's just he regenerates. He's a, yeah, it's like it's still the same guy inside. It's just uh ah, it's gonna drive me nuts. Uh fuck. But Jenna Coleman, I'll just say whatever. Um, I guess. You remind me most of Jenna Coleman's character, who I wish I could remember her fucking name. Um, which gonna drive me fucking insane. Because it's like... Clara! Clara Oswald! Jesus oh, Christ, I took so much. Sh-
0: there it is. You got it. To, I'm like, so proud of you.
1: <laughs> I had to, like, dig into my mind palace. Um, but yeah. Uh, Clara is definitely more you. And, like... I guess I'd be, like... The most I, I guess the one I'm relate to most it would be like uh, Rose, um, personality wise, like because like of her whole like being headstrong but also kind of not being able to like kind of ditch connections back on like Earth in 2000 whatever. Okay. So like I kind of get both like but yeah like Clara is like also like the more kind of like the fun companion if you will. So like I definitely would I would put you more as the the Clara
0: I can dig it. I can get yeah, my I was googling it really fast. Um, all right. And then last who's who, and this is a great one. Super topical. Who's who and it's a lose lose by the way, just get just get ready for neither one of us wins in this scenario. Who's who? Kim Jong un and Donald Trump. What doesn't even mean. It means they're the same person, and you have to call yourself one of them. That's what it means, Patrick. Who's who? Kim Jong Un, Donald Trump.
1: Uh, why is it? Why are either of us either of these
0: people? <laughs> because sense that's sense. the way the game works. Uh, one is addicted. I mean, damn, that gives it away. Uh, they're both just just whiny babies who want nice things and get mad when they can't have it. And the one wants to punch the other, and the other's like, "Yeah, I'll punch you harder." And Posts about it on social media. So you pick who's who. I
1: mean, I guess Trump because I like Twitter. too. Yep, that's what but... I. Was, that's exactly what
0: popped into my head. I thought of that, laughed to myself, and I wait. Wait, damn it! That kind of like kind of moves Trump into Patrick's realm because I don't care about fucking broadcasting my shit on the internet, uh, other than this, obviously. um That's awesome. I get to be Kim Jong-un. I inherited the throne. Nobody gets to be Kim jong I don't think Kim Jong-un wants to be Kim Jong-un. He's, like... He's even remotely think. intelligent. <laughs> he isn't. Uh, that was rude. I'm sorry, Kim Jong-un. I didn't mean to offend. Please do not bomb Connecticut. We will be cool. Because uh, there's a chance. Uh, who? All right, moving on. Who would win in a fight? These should all be relatively quick. They are all superhero-related to keep our day moving. Patrick, who would win in a fight, Boba Fett versus Deadshot? It's not superhero related. Yeah, Deadshot is. <laughs> Boba Fett's not a
1: superhero. Yeah, but Deadshot um, is. Um, I mean, it depends. I like if, if it's like a hand-to-hand fight, or like if Deadshot can be like several miles away with a bunch <laughs> okay, of, like, rifle. okay, like...
0: <laughs> obviously. Uh, let's say they both know the other is hunting them. So distance doesn't matter. If Boba Fett knows that he's looking, he's not going to be right out in the open, and vice versa. So they both know they're being hunted by the other one, and that's all I'm going to give you. I mean,
1: I definitely think Boba Fett would win. Like, that was my knee-jerk reaction. Just I'm just like Boba Fett is the greatest bounty hunter in the galaxy. He outsmarts Han Solo, which is one of the smartest characters in the Star Wars universe. Like, he basically like he yeah yeah no I I don't think it's even really competition. Like I think Boba Fett would win. The only way that Deadshot could win is if he's, like, several miles away with a high-powered rifle. All
0: right. Agree to disagree. Uh, who would win in a fight? Dr. Octopus versus the Beast. Uh, what? Yeah, that's a good uh, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's got his arms, I mean, obviously.
1: I guess because um, basically the way that Spider-Man beats Dr. Octopus is basically because he's more agile than he is. Mm-hmm. So Beast is obviously at the same kind of level of agility. So there's no Beast way that Beast as, couldn't win. Is
0: Beast as smart or smarter than Peter Parker?
1: He's smarter than Peter Parker. Oh, right? okay.
0: Well, then, yeah, Beast takes that one. Why did I even put that on here? I feel like a damn fool now. <laughs> uh, but that this is how we learn, okay? This is how we <laughs> get here. Who would win in a fight? <laughs> Hugh Hefner versus Stan Lee. Before Hugh died. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, like,
0: <laughs> I mean, right now
1: I think it's pretty clear who would win that fight. Uh,
0: uh, uh, <laughs> me and Kevin thought of that one in line at one of the panels, so Hugh Hefner versus Stanley.
1: Um, Like, at their, like, ages, like...
0: They're both equally they're, like... 90 years old.
1: Oh, Jesus. Um, well, I feel like Stan Lee is still, like, pretty spry for a man of his age. Uh-huh. So probably Stanley.
0: But but hey, Hef is all jacked up on freaking boner pills, you know? He's ready for anything.
1: He's jacked up on boner pills that does not do anything for like he's, he's It, not, incre- like, it I'm, increases I'm, I'm, your heart
0: moving. rate and stuff. It makes him wanna makes him what wanna get saying. going.
1: I saw him like like when he was on like, the girls next door and shit like dancing. Like, that dude does not move well. Whereas like fucking Stan Lee still moves pretty well. Like Stan Lee's probably like a spry, as most people I know, and he's like in his 90s, uh, so. yeah, I think it was
0: like 93, him. or was the last like Facebook birthday shit going around that Kevin Smith shared? Um, all right, well that just about does it for who would win a fight. Yeah, ah, ah. maybe I'll like edit in some like cheering, you know, some like upbeat, like oh yeah, you did it, you did it. Uh, otherwise, I've got nowhere else to go with this. You got any last things to say? No, I do not. <laughs> ah, this is like one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Uh, I'm excited for it to be released. All right. Anyways, this has been Smen of this machine. I'm Kevin. Best not. It's not Men of the machine. I. It was a joke from a few episodes ago. If this is your first time listening, I'm not having a stroke. It's something I do every now and again. It's a play on Smodcast. You'll understand that when you listen back. I'm sorry. I shouldn't berate new listeners. That's rude of me. That I won't keep them. But uh. Yeah, fuck, fuck, them. They're first. Why are they starting now? You know they should have been. They should have started about a year ago. Uh, what? Where was I?
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know. Okay. Having well, a stroke apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I said I wasn't having a stroke. Uh, this is Men of the Machine. I am Kevin. I'm bad. And thanks for listening.